Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, wherever it is you're on social media. We are there. And follow us for great Titans content. Uh, let's thank our sponsors before uh, we get going uh, officially. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon. Uh, Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So uh, Zach does say, that there's going to be some like random Titans trivia out of the gates here. I have no idea what that would be, but I will say this before we dive into Titan stuff. Uh, man, Vandy, by the skin of your teeth last night, a wild pitch in the ninth inning allows them to survive and advance in the College World Series. Two thoughts on that. What a comeback by Vandy. And then the other one, I feel awful for the Stanford pitcher who just had it leave his hand weird uh, and, and sends his team home. In an elimination game, that was tough to watch, but that's sports for you. Uh, but Vandy uh, that's surviving, Vandy not blowing it, right? And and being able to handle adversity and come back and deal with adversity and be victorious, unlike the Tennessee Vols. But Zach, let's let's continue moving forward. Yeah, so we have three bold predictions for today's show on this Titans Thursday, and you know we're we're in the middle of June, and I felt like this is a perfect time to talk about. Maybe some big topics that could come to fruition this this season. So, Austin, my bold prediction about Derrick Henry has to do with one thing in particular. But I'm going to ask you a series of questions before I get to my bold prediction. Because bold means not likely to happen, in my opinion. Or, right? Yeah, or not expected or... Uh, not likely. So based on history, let's just I'll ask you a question. Did Derrick Henry receive any MVP votes last year? Uh did he get one or did he get zero? I it's either one or zero. I, I honestly I do not remember. The answer is zero. Okay. I, I thought there was a chance that he got one. Who are the other Titans that have received MVP votes? Well, we know Steve McNair because he was a co-MVP. He actually won the damn thing. Um, I don't think Chris Johnson got any during his 2,000-yard season because the Titans were a bad football team and missed the playoffs. Uh, I don't think uh, another quarterback, I don't think Marcus Mariota definitely did not get any MVP, MVP votes during his 2016 season that was pretty strong. There's no other quarterback that's gotten it. I don't think Eddie George has gotten MVP votes. Uh, so... I doubt DeMarco Murray did uh, leading the AFC in rushing. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing there's more than just Steve McNair that I'm missing. Um, uh, is that it? There's just two. Steve, Steve McNair. And then somebody else. In 2008, Chris Johnson received one runner-up vote. So that's not, that's not, that's not an MVP vote. If Those he were the runners-up. So right. Peyton Wait. Manning received 32 votes. So he did get one vote. Yes. Not a runner-up vote. Not but a these vote. Were the, the, he was a part of the runner-ups. Okay. So he got so Chris Johnson did get one vote. Yes, one vote. Steve McNair, as we know, he received uh a tied 16 and 16 between him and Peyton Manning. So that that kind of tells me there's only 32 votes. And if Peyton Manning in 2008, and this is how I'm, I'm looking probably at this. grown in number of votes yeah, since then. Yeah, because there was 44 last year. So that, that does make sense. My bold prediction is that Derrick Henry, who should have or you would have thought got MVP votes last year that didn't. Yeah, he should have gotten at least one. But will yeah. get an MVP vote this year. I believe that will happen. And here's a couple of reasons why for my bull prediction. I think King Henry will get a vote or votes. I don't know if he'll win the damn thing. That's going to be tough with the quarterback position and what it is. But 
that is something that as I did that research, I didn't realize how hard it is to get votes. Like Aaron Rodgers last year, I mean, he got 44 votes. Josh Allen got four and Patrick Mahomes got two. That's it. So that's my bold prediction. So there's 50 voters. Overall, and again, I, I don't know how many voters previous years. I don't know if they've, that has gone up and down. But last year, there is there was 50. I think King Henry has a couple of things working for him. The last two, two seasons, his, he's been the NFL leading rusher. That is working for him. The Tennessee Titans are now a known franchise. A couple of years ago, they were not a known franchise. They were known for being bad. Now that they have kind of gone over that 9-7 and seven mark, they won the AFC South last year. Now they have Julio Jones, Mike Vrabel, we talked about, known coach and known person in the NFL because of his time in New England. This is all leading up. Plus, they have a division that is really a two-horse race between them and the Colts. So yeah. they will be in the playoff hunt later in the season. Derrick Henry's the best player on the team. All of these things lead me to believe in my bold prediction that Derrick Henry will get an MVP vote and be the third Titan in history to receive a vote. All right, so bold prediction one, Derrick Henry will get an MVP vote this upcoming season. Uh, I find that intriguing. You said you had a question to react off of this. What What is that, Zach? What do you mean? You said we, we you were going to ask me a question to react off of the MVP vote, right? Who is his competition, right? Last year, it was stolen away from Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. That was the competition in the MVP votes. You felt like Derrick Henry with a 2,000-yard season should have gotten a vote yeah. and didn't. Who is going to be his competition this year going into it? Okay, so who is Derrick Henry's MVP competition uh, from uh, this upcoming season for MVP? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse. One is just by renting out your house instead of selling it. Then you get extra cash flow from other people paying your mortgage and then some. And Renters Warehouse does all of the work for you. You get long-term equity and money in your bank account now from owning that property for a long time. Also, if you have a son or daughter or maybe you yourself looking to rent out property, uh, they've got all the different uh, types of property across the mid-state, different price ranges, townhomes, condos, apartments, duplexes, full homes, whatever it might be you're looking for, RentersWarehouse.com, they got it for you. Don't forget about BetMGM. If you bet on Trey, Trey Young last night, if you bet on him to, to, to make money, you would have made a lot of money because he had that over on the prop bet and the Atlanta Hawks actually would have won you even more money because of a straight-up bet if you predicted them to win. BetMGM, download the app today and use that promo code on the screen or A to Z100. We're talking about these NBA Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. A to Z100, $1 money line wager wins you $100 if the Clippers or Suns hit a three-pointer tonight. That's going to happen. Some Jay Crowder is going to shoot. Batoon for the Clippers going to shoot. Playoff P, hopefully he could um, hit a three-pointer because God knows he can't hit back-to-back -back free throws like he did in game two. Bet MGM, download the app today. All right, uh, Zach has said we have three bold predictions today on the show. The first one from Zach is that Derrick Henry will receive an MVP vote. So the follow-up question uh, from that is uh, who is his competition uh, for MVP? So I'm going to go through a lot of different uh, comments here that you guys have had. Adam says Mahomes. Uh, JJ, Jay Joy, excuse me, says his competition is Josh Allen. Uh, Larry says with a better wide receiver core, he says Henry will still be uh, top five running back, leads the league in rushing, uh, but probably not 2K again. Uh, Alex says it'll be the same guys who got votes last year plus Justin Herbert. So last year, the three guys who got MVP votes, Zach, if I remember this correctly, Aaron Rodgers in a landslide win, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So Ty Kendrick says Josh Allen. Jabu says Josh Allen. 
Uh, Andrew says Josh Allen for a stupid reason. Uh, Stafford, Matt Stafford, new team, new team Ooh, MVP that's candidate. That's something we have not heard. Uh, because, you know, it's an, it's going to be an easy thing to judge Matt Stafford's impact with the Rams, where the Rams were a playoff team last year. But Jared Goff was clearly not that great. Had a ceiling, right? And he hit his ceiling a couple of years ago. The Rams move on. So now you can see the tangible evidence, the, the difference between Matt Stafford and uh and then uh, Jared Goff right there. So Allen and Christian McCaffrey also uh, from uh, Jared Hicks there. Awesome. What about this? What about Jarvis's prediction of Dak? Dak coming off the, the comeback player of the year, probably leaning towards him if he has a quality season. Prime candidate, yeah. High-octane offense. The expectations coming off of last season where they picked top 10 in the draft, they were not very good. What was the record? 7-9 or 6-10? and 10? Uh, Yeah, I think it was 6-10. and 10. I'd have to check on that. But Dak Prescott coming in, the Cowboys carry weight, tons of primetime games, including that season opener. What about Dak Prescott? And and not to win, but to steal MVP votes away. I mean, that's kind of the question. Yeah, the question is basically who will steal MVP votes away from Derrick Henry. I I think Dak Prescott's a great player who can do that because you, you I mean you mentioned all the reasons. So if the Cowboys who did not who had atrocious quarterback play because Prescott shattered his ankle in half, uh, they were, were six and ten or seven and nine to miss the playoffs. Bad football team. If he wins eleven games, if the Cowboys go eleven and six, and Dak Prescott returns, plays healthy, throws for around 4,000 yards. He's got the ability to do that because the Cowboys' defense is still not going to be fantastic, so they're going to have to score, and they've got the weapons on the on offense to do that. I think Dak Prescott is an is a perfect example of somebody who's in this discussion to steal a vote away from Derrick Henry. And look at their division. Very similar to Derrick Henry. Like, the Titans, it's a two-horse race. The Jags or the Texans are not going to win the division. I think the Jags... I think they're going to make more waves than you think this year. Uh, that I, I've already predicted that. Well, we we both feel like the Jags. I said, what was the over under on the Jags win total was either five and a half or six and a half. I think we both took the over on that. I think oh, the yeah, Jags. No, well, I, I went as far as saying the Jags can be in the playoff hunt at the end of the season. I I, I am bullish on the on the Jags. I may fall on my face, but that's why we do sports talk. You got to take chances. You can't just sit on your hands and just do soft talk sports radio. That's not how this works. This is what I do think about Dak. Look at his division. You've got the Washington football team that has Ryan Fitzpatrick. We know his ceiling. You have Jalen Hurts. Uh, No, thank you. Right? I think there's a lot of question marks on Jalen Hurts. And then you got Daniel Jones, who has fumbling issues. I mean, he has he has turnover issues. So I I think Dak, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Austin, we have not mentioned one guy. Who's that? The greatest player of all time. Oh, Tom Brady. What about Tom Brady? How many MVPs has Tom Brady won? Ooh, good question. Because it, it, he doesn't like strike me because I've got the list. Okay, because I, I feel like Tom Brady, kind of like LeBron James, could be the MVP every year. But you're just not going to give the MVP every year to the same guy. Like that's just not how it works with voting like that. And so I, I Josh says he has three. So I, I feel like Tom Brady doesn't get MVP votes. Because he's not about putting up crazy regular season stats. Like the reason why Tom Brady has so many NFL records is because of longevity. So I think I think Tom Brady probably does not get MVP votes. He's gonna get he'll probably be a Pro Bowler voted to the Pro Bowl, but not necessarily MVP votes because it's kind of expected that he's at that level. Yeah, uh, and, and but this is. He has the best weapons around him he's probably ever had besides that one year they went undefeated, which Randy Moss year. Sure. And he's in the second year of this offense. I think you have to throw Tom Brady into this situation. So, to recap, my first bold prediction out of the three is Derrick Henry will receive an MVP vote and be the third Titan ever to receive a vote. You have Chris Johnson – 
He received one vote, and then you have co-MVP with Peyton Manning, Steve McNair. Right. All right, so let's get to these second and third bold predictions that we have on the show, and then Dom has brought up a topic uh, as well that I, I think I want to get to later on in the show if we have some space for it. But first, before we get to these next two bold predictions, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. They will come to your house one to two weeks once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, and they will order the material and install Quick turnaround. Snap your fingers. Efficient and cost-effective. That's the best part. CalvinAndSoto.com, 615-448-6414. We feature them on the show all the time. Knock on wood if you're with me. Calvin and Subtle, give them a call today. Excellent customer service. Plus, say, hey, I heard about you on A to Z Sports. They may hook you up with the deal. You never know. CalvinAndSoto.com. It is eSports, BetMGM. They are the king of sports books. Download the app. This week is a great week to do to download BetMGM if you have yet to do it over the last several months. Because today, once again, yesterday was like this too. Today is the same thing. Code ATOZ100. All you got to do is download the app, use code ATOZ100. You place a $1 money line wager on either the Clippers or the Suns tonight. And if either team hits a three-pointer, $100 for you regardless of the outcome of your Moneyline Wager bet. It's as simple as that. That's with the BetMGM app using code ATOZ100. Just place a $1 Moneyline bet on the Clippers or Suns, and that takes care of itself right there. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. So, Zach, bold prediction number two. These are both on defense. I and I don't know yours. And I don't know yours. And so I'm curious to see how close our bold predictions are. I'm going to let you start. Now I want you to start. I'm going to let you start. No, I want you to start. Back, I, I, to, I, I just went. I just went. I, I, need to, I need to type something out. I want you to start. You need to type something out. Why? Uh, on Twitter, that's part of my job hosting the show. I'll let you. I'll let you. Hey, so, we'll sit back, and I will. I will sit back. The, the chat is eagerly awaiting your bold prediction. I'm ready. I had my bold prediction. I. I just. I just sent an MVP vote the Kings way. Austin, I want to know your defensive prediction. I don't know if it's the same as mine. I don't think it is, but I want to know. Uh, I want to know what you think. okay. All right, so I have been able to do my job and send out the tweet uh, for the topic, which is part of uh, we you know, get it. What's part your of driving the show? But you know, yeah, Rob says be more prepared. I got, I got multitask. Okay, Zach, my defensive bold prediction is that the Titans will do something that they have not done since 2017. So 2017 was the last time the Tennessee Titans defense had three players with six sacks or more. And I think the Tennessee Titans this season will have at least three players with six sacks or more on the season. So uh, the last time I did this, 2017, like I mentioned, Derek Morgan had seven and a half. Uh, Brian Arakpo had seven and Jarrell Casey had six. They did this again in 2012. So five years prior and they barely scraped by 2012, not a very good season. Uh, but they had Derek Morgan again with six and a half. These two names just will really throw you back. Akeem Ayers and Cameron Wembley each had six. So six and a half, six, and six. And then the big year, the, the really good year, 2007's defense, where they had four players with six sacks or more, led by Kyle Vandenbosch with 12, Alabama's own Antoine Odom with eight. And then Travis LeBoy had six that year, Your along boy. with Tennessee Vol great Albert Hainsworth with six that year as well. So my second, the second bowl prediction, the Tennessee Titans will have at least three defensive players with six sacks or more this upcoming season. So who are those players? They have four guys that I think are prime candidates for it. The, the obvious four are Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, the two uh, starting edge guys, then Danico Autry, new free agent signing, and fourth on this list is Jeffrey Simmons. 
Jeffrey Simmons has five sacks in his career in the first two years. He had two sacks in nine games in his rookie season. Then he had three sacks this past year in 15 games in year two. But mind he's getting you, better. He's getting better. And mind you, zero people on the Titans roster had six sacks or more last year. Just remit. So that's the boldness of this prediction. Zero guys did it last year. I'm saying three guys get to that six number this year. So I've I, I broken it down. Bud Dupree, his career high in sacks is 11 and a half two years ago. He has had over six sacks three of the last four seasons, including last year. Harold Landry's career high is nine. He has had over six sacks or six sacks or more uh, in one of his three seasons. Last year, he missed it by a half sack, five and a half for Harold Landry last year. Danico Autry, his career high is nine sacks. He has had over six sacks in two of the last three years, including last year with the Colts. And I've already mentioned Jeffrey Simmons' numbers. So I think I feel pretty good about Dupree, Landry, and Danico Autry uh, having six or more sacks this season. Interesting. I do think that that is a bold prediction, especially coming off of a year where their defense was coleslaw. I I think it's going to be tough, though. Like, it's look, it's going to be tough. They've done it uh, three times since 2007. So, you know, it it tells you that it doesn't happen that often. They have, look, they had years where, like, Jason Babin and Kyle Vandenbosch were double-digit guys, but the third guy was only at five. So I I, I picked the six-sack number for a reason. Jarrell Casey had a couple years where he was over it, and then a couple years where he was at five. But I feel like the Titans have the right balance of – Two out, two edge rushers who will play a high percentage of snaps, and then two really good inside guys. Where three of those four, I think, can get six or more. The one guy who's not going to do it most likely is Jeffrey Simmons, because that's not what Jeffrey Simmons' game is. He is not a sack guy. He is still developing in his pass rush. But I, I do think the other three have a great opportunity, and they can't be as cold getting sacks as they were last year. Like that's it's going to be an improved secondary, a more aggressive secondary. That means that the uh, pass rush will have more time to get there because they're not going to play eight yards off the ball with Jonathan Joseph and Breon Borders. So I do think a lot of things go into this. So I feel pretty good. Second bowl prediction in the morning: at least three Titans have six or more sacks this year. Okay, very very interesting. I, I think that this next prediction. Hold on, can I add one more? Can I add a wild card to this? Because a I wild think card to your bold prediction. A, a wild right. card, a wild card player who could work his way into being one of these three guys. Yes, you can hedge. I think Jayon Brown has a chance because uh, Jayon Brown. I'm, I'm pulling up his stats. A few years back, uh, two years ago, well, in 2018, he had six sacks in in this season. So I think Jayon Brown could be that wild card fifth player to watch. He's done it before in his contract career. year. Yeah, contract year, uh, as is Harold Landry, which is why I, I think Harold Landry will have a, a big year because he's got to. So Jalen Brown's that wild card fifth guy. Interesting. All right. I, I think it's a bold prediction, especially coming off what that defense was. I uh that I think is in the category of bold. Uh And I I think it makes sense, and I think the reason why we have two defensive bowl predictions instead of offensive bowl predictions is, you know, the offense more stable than what the question is on defense. Like, Julio Jones, we know what he can give you, right? Like, we know that. Now, we don't understand his ceiling at this point in time with his age and on a new team with a new quarterback, but we know that it's pretty damn good. A.J. Brown We understand the year he's coming off of, the last two years he's coming off of. We know Tannehill and we know Derrick Henry. We don't know a lot about the defense. And you actually mentioned a year. The last time that that happened, your bold prediction, was what year? 2017, the most recent time they've had three players with at least six sacks. Yeah, so I am going, and this is a bold prediction because of what the NFL thinks about the Tennessee Titans. I am going two defensive pro bowlers. Oh, and I'm not giving myself a lot of wiggle room. Really, I'm only giving myself one 
person that I, I think there's three candidates. So do, I'm going real two. quick. Do alternates count? I, I mean, officially, yes. Okay. And I'll say yes because you have Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and AJ Brown that are all like Pro Bowl worthy, right? And you're not going to pepper this Pro Bowl roster with Titans and and Tannehill and Tannehill, right? And and Lawan. And uh, Saffold. I think those are Pro Bowl-level offensive linemen. Yeah. So, th- again, this is bold. I, I This is probably my first – I don't know what – well, we'll ask what's more likely out of all three. But here's my idea. I think that Kevin Byard is going to have a bounce back year. And I think Kevin Byard, if he becomes the pick man that got him to his Pro Bowl or Pro Bowls the first time – I think that he can get back to that level of play. I think the league is starting to recognize who big Jeff really is. I think he has the opportunity. And Bud Dupree, he's a known commodity. He just played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if he has close, if he has double digit sacks, I think he's a pro bowler based on name, based on comeback, based on the team he previously played for. I think those are the three guys that could, but, and I, so I need two out of those three to hit. That's so, why I, I, it's bold, but like, it's not outlandish. Well, cause you're, you're, you're giving yourself options, which is what I did with my bold prediction of, I think there's five guys who could get to that six sack number. I just need three of them to do it. Uh, Chris says Big Jeff is a shoe in. I, I don't think so at all. Just because, like, how many defense, how many interior defensive linemen in the AFC get named to the Pro Bowl? Like three. Like it's only three tackles, right? So it's not like there's a lot of spots available. So he has to be one of the top three AFC interior defensive linemen. And the one thing that confuses me about the Pro Bowl that has not. They have not been able to adapt the voting towards the the front seven, right? It's who's a linebacker, who's a D-end, and where do they get voted in? Because Bud Dupree and Harold Landry are linebackers in the Titans' defense, but they should be grouped with the defensive ends with the different levels of fronts, right? So how does that work? Because it's never so, clean. So I'll, I'll tell you. So last year, they have three defensive ends make it, three outside linebackers make it, three defensive tackles make it. So Khalil Mack is an outside linebacker. Joey Bosa is a defensive end. So there's nine spots, but is an outside linebacker like a 4-3 outside linebacker too? See, or is, how many middle linebackers make it? They're inside linebackers. Two inside linebackers make it. Like right. Darius Leonard made it last year for the Colts and Tremaine Edwards for the Bills. Bills. So, like, here's the options. Who are the what? three inside uh, inside defensive linemen? Can you guess them? Uh, On the not. AFC last year. This On is the, good. I, I, yeah. think you're, I don't know if you'll get all three. I think DeForest Buckner. No. Uh. Hayward from the Steelers? Yes. Okay. So can AFC. you get two out of three? AFC is... Ooh. Uh, Zach knows the answers and I don't. Oh, gosh. AFC interior defensive lineman. Where am I at? <laughs> oh, man. You see, I told you it's going to be a quiz show. You I, just I didn't mean, know it. Geno Atkins. That feels like a 2015 guess. But, don't uh, guess Geno Atkins. It's not. It's not. So... Uh, I, I have no idea, so I'm just going to waste time. So let's go ahead and give me the answer. Unfortunately, he went to Mississippi State. Ah, uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones and a guy who kind of resurrected his career. He's six eight. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. So I mean, there's those three guys that and but you think Bo- Calais Campbell eventually he's got to hit an age ceiling. Well, Pro Bowl vote doesn't usually still get the recognition at a high level before, you know, you, you see what I'm saying there. Uh, and, you know, Robbie says Buckner got hurt. Shrike says that too. So DeForest Buckner healthy. Jeffrey Simmons has got to continue to play better and not hit a wall like he did uh, in the point in the point of last year. But he's got better players around him, so that helps. So I think the, the players who are the most likely to make the Pro Bowl, 
Safety, I just feel like there are so many good safeties in the NFL right now. So the two last year on the AFC, Minka Fitzpatrick, which he had an unbelievable season. Probably going to do it again. Justin Simmons of the Broncos. Who is a beast. And then strong safety, it was Tyron Matthew of the Chiefs, who obviously was on the Chiefs and and, and shined. Yeah, and you're going to have, what's his name from the Chargers back, who missed all of last year too. That's Uh, true. uh, He's been hurt, so I don't remember his name. Unfortunately, out of Florida State, I didn't know where he went. He was the 13th overall pick. I, like, I figure, I, I just can't, I, I don't know the guy's name. I don't know his name. I know everything about him, but his damn name. Because uh, he got hurt. Derwin James. Derwin James, <laughs> thank you. John Michael Presley got Derwin James. I, well, I go- so this is funny. I Googled Jeez. Chargers safety, but I forgot out the S of Chargers and it, it dodged Charger jumped up. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's not it. So, yeah, again, like, I, I don't know if Kevin Byard can. I feel like because he had a bad year last year, he has to earn it over multiple years to picks, get back. Picks, interceptions. That's the, the, the Cleveland Brown game, that stretch where he had five picks. Like, he has to have those type of numbers to be recognized, which are all world numbers, historic numbers, but those are right place, right time. Yeah, those are unpredictable, and it doesn't matter how good of a year you're playing. You could play lights out and just not get interceptions. Or you could be like Alteron Werner. Yes, and be very <laughs> average and just get five interceptions. Like, it's it's kind of a strange thing, though. So, look, so your options are really Bud Dupree, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, Kevin Byard. I don't think Janoris Jenkins is going to get a Pro Bowl. I don't, You know, it's too tough for Jalen Brown and Rashawn Evans to get one unless there's a bunch of alternates. Christian Fulton could play lights out, but uh, we don't know enough about Christian Fulton because of his injury last yeah, year. So, okay, so let's go ahead and move forward with this because now we have given all three of our bold predictions. So I want to know which of our three bold predictions is most likely to happen. So which of them is most likely to happen? But first, Zach, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with an unbelievable ride at a great price. The 2021 Palisade. Yesterday, I was driving down the road in my Hyundai Sonata. What do you know? I looked to my right, brand new 2021 Palisade. I was like, whoo, that probably was from Wilson County Hyundai because it was shining. So trade in your wife's minivan because she looks ridiculous in the carpool line. Improve your wife's life, right? That's what that's as a man, that's what you that's why you married her. Well, it's not about materialistic things, it's about the love that you guys share and share that love in an unbelievable SUV with that is full size, that has third row seating for the kids and anything that you want, all the bells and whistles. But make sure you get it at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Bet MGM, once again, if you have not done it yet, do it today. Code ATOZ100 when you download the BetMGM app and sign up. Code ATOZ100, you place a $1 money line wager on the Clippers or Suns tonight, you will get $100 if either team hits a three-point shot. That's all it Matt, That's all it takes for you to get extra cash with that first deposit when you sign up using our code atoz 100 when you download the bet mgm app so which of our three bold predictions is most likely to happen so i'll re i'll quickly recap the three so first zach said derrick henry gets at least one mvp vote it's really hard to do right second he didn't he had a 2000 the fifth best season in running back history and didn't have it last year so second bold prediction I said the Titans will have three players with at least six sacks on the season. They did not have that. They did not have a single guy last year. And the last time they've had three guys with six or more sacks was 2017. Then the third bowl prediction is Zach saying the Titans will have two defensive pro bowlers this season. So which of those three is most likely to happen? Uh, I'm going to read some comments. Jeff says, uh, MVP Henry vote. Austin's bold prediction is out in La La Land. I don't think mine's that crazy. 
Like, I feel like I've couched it pretty well. Yeah, you're just you're going complete opposite of them being extremely bad at sacks with Jadeveon Clowney and Harold Landry to now being extremely good with good at sacks with Bud Dupree and Autry. Well, right, but Clowney's not a guy who's gotten sacks. Bud Dupree does. Bud Dupree has gotten over six sacks in three of the last four years, including when he missed five games when he tore his ACL. So Jerry says the Henry MVP vote is most likely. Zach and Billy both say the three players with six sacks. Um, let's see. Uh, Josh says bold prediction number two, which was the six sacks. Louis says the sacks. Um, Jarrell saying not many rookies go nuts at cornerback, especially with the schedule. So talking about the Pro Bowl thing. Dom says three players, six sacks, easy. Ah, Guy says Henry, easy. Henry getting an MVP vote. Uh, Hunter says, Dan, that's close. I could see six sacks for three guys, but agree two pro bowlers on defense is more likely. So now we've got at least all three predictions have at least one vote. So we're not crazy, right? I mean, I think that justifies that we're not nuts. We're just not out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dom says another bowl when he thinks the Titans will have more pros, more all pros than pro bowlers. That's interesting. I don't know. That, that's real tough. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. Uh, Ramon says two uh, pro bowlers. Um, I'm trying to – the comments jumped on me. Shrike says number two. Uh, Al says – I'm sorry. Al says three defensive sackers at minimum six sacks. Um, Omar says sacks. Josh says two defensive pro bowlers is possible. Um, so, you know, what What do you think, Zach? Because you made two of these. I made one of them. Which which do you think is the most likely to happen? So I I, I will actually uh, I'm gonna I, I am gonna go with one of mine, but it's for a reason, not Talk because no no no. But listen to me, I knew you're gonna say that. I get it. I'm gonna go all I'm gonna go and and hedge because of the alternates, right? Yours the the MVP vote and the the sacks are like tangible like has to happen hard numbers yes you could have a nuance of an injured player or somebody who doesn't want to play in the Pro Bowl and a defensive Titan backdoors their way in to solidify my prediction so that's why I am going to go with the Pro Bowler as the most likely because of that fact. It's not because I picked it. Yeah, I guess the reason why I'm going to go with mine is because both of Shocker. yours. No, because both of yours is relying on people voting. And where historically. <laughs> I'd rather do that than the Titans defense. <laughs> well, but historically, like if the, the Titans defense could be great. I'm not saying they're going to. No, be. no. It could be they, great. They, they can't be great. Hold, time out. I'm not done with what I'm saying is the Titans' defense could be great and get zero recognition. The Titans' offense was great last year and didn't get as much recognition because they're the Tennessee Titans. So I, I truly feel like the Titans could perform well. They could have four defensive players deserving of a Pro Bowl nod but not get it because they lack recognition nationally of voters. This is the, the year, Titans. though. This will be the most nationally recognized year for the Tennessee Titans in franchise history, I would say, besides the first year that they went to the Super Bowl because of the newness of the club. Uh, I mean, but yeah, offensively, but talking about their defense, like people still trash on how bad the defense was. So I, I honestly feel like because the goal of the offseason was to improve the pass rush. That was objective numero uno was to improve the pass rush. They got Bud Dupree. They got I, Danico Autry. I'd actually disagree with that. I think the number That's, one oh, goal. No, 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 no. Different show. I think with Bud Dupree, Danico Autry, new additions, upgrades over their guys from last year, and Harold Landry going into a contract year, I feel, and Jayon Brown, my wild card, Going into another contract year, healthy again. I think, I think mine is most likely because they can control it. Like they can go out there and do it themselves, not relying on national people to vote on the Titans. Because we know national people and fans for the Pro Bowl, they're not going to vote on the Titans. 
I think it's a catch-22 that Julio Jones is on this roster for this particular conversation. Because they, as I said, they're not going to pick... The Titans would have to be the best team in the league overall, like in 2008, for them to get like seven Pro Bowlers, right? To justify. They would have to play the best season possible. But they have the names to get... I I could see this, right? I, I'm in a very strange world. Best case scenario, the Titans are... 15 and two. Uh, Tannehill, <laughs> Tannehill could get a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, right? I could see those four guys if that was the case, right? Best team is the best case scenario. This is a huge if. Bud Dupree, known commodity, there's six. And you're going to probably get Kevin Byard or some other defensive player that has played out of his gourd to I, get seven. I and that, think- and if, but if you look at the best team in the league, over and, and I'm I'm saying this not for the Titans. I'm saying this year after year. There is a best team in the league, right? Yeah, yeah. Those teams get seven minimum Pro Bowlers, except for the Titans. Not now, though. This is not your dad's Titans, dog, or my it's high not. school Titans. Not, it's, it's not, not. My high school. It's Titans. not Papa Bear's t- Titans. It's not. No, this but, is a new like, age, to your, to new your point, generation. To your point, and to Christopher's point. Nate Davis and Lawan, if they're going to get seven Pro Bowlers, hell, all seven might be on the offense. I think one would have to be on the defense, which wouldn't hit my bet, but I... I Again, that's why I think two defensive Pro Bowlers is asking a lot. But it's a bold prediction. <laughs> I, I know that, but that's why I, I honestly think, I think mine is most likely to happen of the three. Again, all bold predictions, all unlikely to happen because they are bold predictions. But I think mine of three players with six or more sacks is most likely to happen. I think second most likely to happen is for Derrick Henry to get one Uno MVP vote. Because he would because one person would vote for Derrick Henry of, of MVP because they're also kind of looking at what he's done the last couple of years. Right? It's a he gets he gets that counted to, if he has 1800 yards rushing and close to 20 touchdowns. I think he's going to get one MVP vote because of what he did this past season. I, so I would put your Pro Bowlers third. That's the bot. That's the one I would bet on the last. I'm I, I'm putting a lot of weight into Kevin Byard's bounce back year, I, and, and, and I, I, that may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing. And I, Kevin Byard has been great and was great for the first four seasons of his career. And he had a down year because of but he was different great. defensive he coordinator. Was great. And Kenny right. Vaccaro losing a step. But he was great for the first four seasons of his career and won Pro Bowl. That's, I, that's my point. He was uh, great and we won Pro Bowl. Uh, Titans marketing, if you're listening out there, I'll just go ahead and give you not your dad's Titans because you can't say not your grandfather's Titans because the team hadn't been around that long. This is a new era of Titans football. This is free marketing live here on A to Z Sports. Listen up and listen good because everybody gets this. Dads that it's not their Titans are excited about it because it's a new era. And the young guns, the young kids, the millennials and Gen Zers that are coming in hot with King Henry tees, they are excited because this is their generation of Titans. That's second level marketing. That's free advice. That's why I'm very, very good at what I do. Not your dad's Titans. Okay, so let's dive into this topic. Uh, and I, Dom, I, I want to. Zach just disappeared. Zach just says that's. Oh my gosh, Zach, where did you go? You just you're just bragging yourself, bragging on yourself of being about being good at what you do, and then you just disappeared. Well, you, uh, you know the reason why I was so intense that you clicked I, off of something. No, no. Well, if you you if you want if you want me to explain to you, or do you want to predict wrong? <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm well, and I'm you. telling you. Okay. I was so adamant because that marketing ploy was so good and hit so hard. I spit all over my computer. So as I wiped my mouse, Chrome did what Chrome did and swiped back. So now I'm back. Oh man, I'm telling you, Austin. I, I may make T-shirts. Uh, I may uh, this. Uh, now I'm starting to churn. I'm okay. starting to churn. All right, not your dad's sight. So Zach, let's talk about this defense. Which player for the Titans on defense is facing the most pressure this season? 
Uh, that's, I feel like is an interesting conversation, but first let me tell you guys about our friends over at Mandu, the pulse of fitness, one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room, mandu.com. That is where you need to go. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. I was at Mandu this week and I was working out next to a guy and a lady walked in and she had no idea what Mandu was. And it was kind of perfect because she watched me and this guy work out. And she asked us, why do you do Mandu? I said, because I don't have time to go to the gym for, you know, three hours a week. And so I go to Mandu twice a week and it's total 30 minutes. And I get a lot more out than what that three hours would give me. And the guy next to me said, I did CrossFit for a long time. Doctor said, I can't keep putting you back together anymore. Stop doing this. So he went to Mandu. Mandu is literally for everybody and anybody, whether you don't have time to work out, you can't physically lift weights like you used to or whatever it might be. But Mandu is for you, whether you're in shape, you're out of shape, maybe you're stuck. Maybe you're trying to achieve your fitness goals and you're plateaued and you don't know how to get to finishing those goals. Mandu has the technology and the trainer education to help you do that. First workout free, mandu.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Go download the app today. They'll hook you up right there in the middle of the screen. You can use that promo code. But today you can use A to Z 100 and you get basically $100. And I'll explain. $1 money line wager wins you $100 for new users if you use the promo code ATOZ100 if the Clippers or Suns hit a three-pointer. They're going to hit a three-pointer. Okay, it's set up for success. Use that promo code ATOZ100 and download the app today. Uh, Zach, real quick before we get to um, the Titans defensive player facing the most pressure, I do have some breaking news uh, based on a conversation we had yesterday. Ooh, okay. ready for this? Okay, yeah, I do not know. Breaking. Breaking. Caden Salter dismissed from Vols football after multiple offseason mistakes. Told ya. Victory lap. Bravo, Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel earned a lot of respect from me personally, man-to-man, uh, today. Uh, that I like that. Zach Reagan was right. He had no other choice but to dismiss him. So if you did not read that article, you can go check that out because he's right. Um, Caden Salter gone. Don't be a dumbass. That hashtag. Don't be a dumbass. Hashtag. Not your dad's Titans. Hashtag. Don't be a dumbass. I, we're marketing today here on ADC sports. It's a good brainstorming way, session. By the way, uh, Credit to uh, Austin Price for breaking that news. I wasn't sure if I did that or not, but he broke the news. He deserves the credit. So Austin Price of uh, VolQuest uh, gets that. Uh, Josh Heupel dismissing Caden Salter from the Vols team after two arrests in his first six months on campus. Uh, Big Ten Jeff throwing shade at Kiff in here and may, possibly me. Kid will be at Ole Miss by next week. And then and then oh, Big Ten Jeff says, or Michigan. <laughs> so... All right, it's the Harrison Bailey Show, Knoxville. Maybe we'll talk about that Big Ten Jeff had Urban Meyer, you know, the salt of the earth coach for oh, years. Oh, yeah. Guy never made mistakes, had super high morals, all that stuff uh, for, for Big Ten Jeff. Okay, so now let's get back to our regular scheduled question, and that was which Titans player is facing the most pressure on defense this season? Zach, do you have any comments to read? So uh, scrolling back up, uh, and, and not surprising here, uh, got a lot of Bayards or Bud Dupree, and, and that's kind of the Pro, Pro, Pro Bowl prediction. But who has the most pressure? David Johnson says Dupree. Evans, Rashawn Evans from Josh Brown because of his year from last year. Bayard because uh, he makes the big bucks. Ethan Ramsey coming in with some straight facts right there with his, uh, his contract. Uh, Rashawn Evans right there from Paulie D. Bud Dupree, Evans. Byard or Bud Dupree, Harold Landry from John Michael Presley. So that's new. Bud Dupree from Josh. Tyler says Landry. Uh, that hooker from Billy. Uh, new safety with a lot of pressure. He's Billy either talking about Amani Hooker or Hendon Hooker for Vols quarterback now. I don't know which one. Vols talk is over. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. What do you think? What do I think? 
Oh man, it's it's tough. I think Rashawn Evans is kind of it. Um, Rashawn Evans feels like he is at a hinge point in his NFL career. It's he either earns a ton of money by playing out of his mind and showing why he was drafted in the first round in 2018, or he finishes his Titans contract and signs a veteran average deal with another team to compete for a starting job. And so it's, it's a sink. It's not a sink or swim, but it's a swim or tread water uh, for a while uh, with Rashawn Evans up, up to him this year. I think, I think it's a big, big, big year for Rashawn Evans and what this means for his football future. So, Austin, I agree with you. I do. I, I I think that is the answer from all of the things that you stated. He has the most to prove, and he has the most pressure as the middle linebacker, leader of the defense, who didn't have the green dot last year. Jayon Brown did. And you draft a middle linebacker in the first round to have that freaking green dot. Period. You do. That, that's why you draft guys like that. Um, so I think you're right. I think that is the, 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 the answer. A, a guy I thought long and hard about, and it, it, it's more not about the player. This is why I didn't go with him. But I do believe Caleb Farley has an immense amount of pressure on him. I know he's a rookie, but there are so many question marks about this kid because of the two back procedures on top of the Titans whiffing on a fat panda bear the previous year. So he has that pressure on his shoulders on a Super Bowl window, taking a chance on a guy who had injury history recently can he come in and give the Titans good minutes? And I'm talking about good minutes in week 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I'm not saying week two, three, four. That's not where I'm at. I think there is an immense amount of pressure on Caleb Farley, the first-round pick. Uh, you know, I view that more as like, I kind of feel like Caleb Farley's rookie season is a... You know, if you get whatever you get from Caleb Farley this year is a bonus because you drafted Caleb Farley to be a lockdown corner over the long haul, not for this year. And so I, I kind of disagree with that. Fonzo says Evans has no pressure. He won't be on the team in 2022. If he plays well, price goes. I mean, I, that, that everything you're saying, Fonzo, means that he does have pressure. It's pressure on himself. Afonso's looking at from the Titans team. We're looking at it as if you have pressure on yourself as a player, yeah. you affect the team. Which is what we're – that's the question we're asking. Which Titans defensive player is under the most pressure this season? It is Rashawn Evans for all the reasons that Fonzo says it's not. <laughs> it's because he's probably not on this roster next year, and he's either going to get paid $8 million a year or closer to two with whoever, and he's going to have to fight for his job uh, and fight for a starting spot if he underplays this year. If he plays great, then he's setting himself up to get a $30-plus million contract. But I, I, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I think uh, another guy, I wanted to read a comment too because I thought um, somebody, Austin Helfrich, uh, says Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins, because he's the only corner with experience if he doesn't perform, it's over. I think I think Janoris Jenkins has a good amount of pressure on him. And that's because of how his contract is set up. And I talked to Teron about this on the sidelines at, at minicamp last week. And first off, Janoris Jenkins looks like an upgrade over Malcolm Butler uh, last year. He looks, he brings a same... Upgrade or... Upgrade. He's a bigger corner. He's more physical. He's, he comes downhill more aggressive than Malcolm Butler, it, but they do have the same problem. Their, their same problem is their aggressiveness can burn them over the top. But I think Janoris Jenkins is an upgrade that I could see over Malcolm Butler because he has the better ability to play the football in the air. 
And yeah. but with Janoris Jenkins contract, he got he sent a two-year deal for $15 million. Well, next year his uh cap hit is like $10 million, but his dead money is three. So the Tennessee Titans could cut him after this year if he doesn't play great and save $7 million. So I, I think Janoris Jenkins is on the short list of defensive players facing the most pressure this season. Yeah, I think to to kind of have some honorable mentions, uh, I think Bayard has a lot of pressure uh, coming back from a season that he was disappointed in himself, and he knows that. Uh, Amani Hooker has pressure because this is a first time that he is starting in the NFL and being that dude. Can he rise to the occasion? Jayon Brown has some pressure. Coming off a dislocated elbow, can he play at the same level that he was playing last year in another contract year? And Bud Dupree has slight pressure. He has more time because he got paid the big bucks. But with a big contract comes great responsibility. Taylor Lewan knows that too. Yeah, I think um, Christian Fulton as uh I think, you know, a guy who's a second-round pick who did not do as um, as much last year as a rookie because of he caught COVID and missed some time and he got hurt and missed time. Um, so I, I think just, that's the problem is when you have an awful defense, everybody who returned is under a lot of pressure on that defense because if it's bad again, then everybody who was a part of it for two consecutive years including Shane Bowen has to be gone in a certain way. Like I doubt Kevin Byard's gone because of his contract. If the defense is bad overall again, but if their defense is bottom five, again, they're going to be even more crazy changes this upcoming off season. If they go back to back bad. Bud Dupree, how old is Bud Dupree? Bud Dupree. I want to say is around 27 or 28. So he's 28. Okay. Uh, I, I forgot he signed another contract with the Steelers franchise tag. Ah, so five, six. He's a second round pick. I thought Bud Dupree's a first round pick. Uh, Bud Dupree was drafted. I'll pull it up right here. Bud Dupree overall was drafted first round in the 22nd pick. Uh, okay. That's what I thought. So first round pick, fifth year option plus a franchise tag. So he's going into his seventh season. Right. So I'm trying to, uh, and the comp that I tried to do is not a comp. I, I was thinking of, and I don't know why this guy popped in my head. Olivier Vernon went from the Dolphins to the Giants, and that was a big contract for him. And he popped eight and a half sacks that first year with the Giants. Now he's with Cleveland. Different story. Mm -hmm. I'm, but I, I don't like that comp. I, I washed that out. Re retract that statement. I'm trying to find that and it's so unique, though, right? You don't see defensive ends that often. They usually sign extensions, right? Like, you don't see fifth-year option picked up plus franchise tag. Well, and that's the difference. That was the Steelers' situation because they got T.J. Watt with a 30th pick, like, the year after Bud Dupree. And Bud they Dupree signed towards him. And Bud, no, no, they haven't had to yet. They're, they have to sign T.J. Watt in the future, and Bud Dupree towards ACL. So it was a circumstance. Circumstance. The Steelers had an easier decision because of the injury and having TJ Watt. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, let's see if the Titans can reap the benefit off of that situation. Christopher says, bold prediction, the rookie offensive lineman Dylan Radins and Elijah Molden will have the biggest impacts on the team this year. Christopher, we have a topic in our back pocket for another day on rookie impact. So be ready for a bring that take to that show whenever it does happen. So we've talked over an hour of Titans this morning. Uh, really good discussions here with you guys. We always end our Thursday show with the Magic Bucket segment. And you never know what the Magic Bucket is going to make us do. So stick around. If you have not watched the Magic Bucket, it is unpredictability and anxiety at its finest. So the Magic Bucket coming up here in a few seconds. But first, let me tell you guys about our friends over at the Bone & Joint Institute at boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Just make sure you know who to go to and who to trust when that injury happens in life because 
that's what happens. People get hurt. We all get hurt. Everybody does. You need to know who to go to. And that are, that is the folks over at Bone and Joint Institute. They do everything in their one facility. You see right there in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. It is the Sports Bet MGM. You see right in the middle of the screen. Go download that app today in your app store. And if you're a brand new user, you can use that promo code or A to Z100 today. $1 money line wager, and you can win $100 if the Suns or Clippers hit a three tonight. That's going to happen. I do have a big bet tonight. Ah. I'll go ahead and tell you. I have a big bet. Okay. And I hope that it happens. It's the biggest bet that I've made all playoffs. And I'm kind of in a spot where I need to hit, and this would make me hit. I have $188.36 on the over Chris Paul assists and rebounds 12 and a half. I don't know what it's right now. I did this yesterday. I think this will happen. He's playing tonight. Yes. So you just, you're and if betting, he's not, then it. it if he's it, not, then it. Right. it but it, you're nothing. betting on Chris Paul being pissed off because of his COVID situation and coming out here, and he knows he's watched these games. Here's my philosophy: the assists is, and he gets rebounds. If you watch the Suns all year long, he's going to come out and distribute because he doesn't want to disrupt. So twelve and a half. Is that what Over, it is on BetMGM now? Are it you is, looking? It, um, I've got it. It is uh, assists and rebounds combined over 12 and a half. That, the odds on it are minus 130 currently. I don't know what you got it at yesterday. What did you get it at yesterday? Uh, I think a little below that. So better odds? Yes. Like minus 115 or something like that? Yeah, I think 115 or 110. All right, so... Right now it's over minus one thirty, which if you put, you know, uh, you win a hundred bucks if you put one thirty on it. So I, I still think those are odds that you should be willing to take. That is a, I think, still a really good bet with good value there at Chris Paul over twelve and a half combined rebounds and assists at minus one thirty at BetMGM. I like it. I, I have sat out of the NBA. No, actually, never mind. I won. I put five bucks on the Suns money line last night just because for the hell of it. I won $18. So, uh, but you know, for whatever reason, I was like, I'm going to put $5 on the Suns money line. And you I, mean you Hawks? Know, oh, Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. Hawks. I put five bucks on the Hawks money line last night and it worked out. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to jump on this too. Dustin says he's on it as well. All right, guys. Let's roll bet MGM. That's my, I got, Again, I got quite a bit of money on that. So uh, yeah, let's. You, I'm not going to put $188 on it like you are, but uh, <laughs> I will definitely. Hey, toss... YOLO, bro. YOLO. Yeah, YOLO. I'm not in a position to YOLO right now on my BetMGM account. The second round of the playoffs <laughs> ripped me. All right. But anyway, all right. So it is Magic Bucket time. We've got the Magic Bucket here. It is my sticker week. I found my sticker. It took me a while, but I found it. And Zach, my sticker here is one of the most iconic sports pictures. Uh, of really is before I was, uh, I was born, I think, but the Bo Jackson shoulder pads, baseball bat image. I, I love this picture. I think this is one of the most badass sports images of the modern era. And so I thought it's, you know, got a little graphic to it, but, uh, this is my sticker this week for the magic bucket. So I will put that on the bucket uh, after the show. I like that sticker. That brings back the feels, right? That represents an era. Uh, Bo knows. So yep. I, I like that sticker. All right, here we go. Magic bucket time. I'm going to pull for me first because I pulled for, uh, we pulled Zach first last week. If I can get it one. What is it going to be? Um, I think I already did this is the uh, explain what dinosaur I would be. And yes. why yeah. I I did that. You have not done that, right? Mm -mm. Okay. It's going to be weird. Like uh -oh. I, I don't know. I have I... to suck on my thumb for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> goo goo gaga. -ga. <laughs> 
I don't have to make any noises. I just have to, God, this is just going to be, I, I, I'm gonna, I'll start doing it after I put the bucket down. Well, I, I'll do it. No. This is just weird. I don't like this at all. Baby, baby noises are weird. Like mm-hmm. talking in baby voice. All right. Sing the best you possibly can. Oh, God. The chorus of I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Oh, my gosh. Back away from your microphone. No, I I know. And this is tough because. Just the chorus. Hmm. Let's see. I hate this so much. I need I need some like I need a about I need a reference. Hold on one second. I mean, you can Google the lyrics. I mean, you're, no, I have that. But can you please like do this with some urgency? Well, no. Tangible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, <laughs> I I got to get my what this is. Can you kind of hear that? Yeah. All right, here I go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> the verse keeps continuing. Hold on. The way. All right, that's a, that's, that's the chorus. That is the chorus. Uh, Ugh, gross. I'm sorry, like, I guys. What, what, I'm what, so, I'm, I, I apologize. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know what that sounded like, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, my my sincerest apologies. Yeah. So, uh, well, is, going, is your thumb pruning up? Probably. I, I don't. I, I don't like this at all. I, <laughs> Not were you? Did you ever suck your thumb as a child? No, I don't think so. So your first time, you know, thumb sucker. First time, yeah. Uh, yep. So, all right. Well, um, I'm okay, I'm okay to end the show. I've yeah, gotten no, no, out well, after after this one comment from Bobby. He says, "I always think about someone coming across A to Z on Magic Bucket Day at the end of the show." <laughs> Just. God bless them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if they come back or not, but all right. We will uh, see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Go to adzsportsnational.com for more reaction on Caden Salter getting kicked off the Vols team, and we'll see you later. Adios.